Today's scripture is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. be seated. Have you ever had moments where maybe there's a piece of knowledge that you have known your whole life, or maybe uh, there's an event or a process that you've done your whole life, and then all of a sudden, Everything that you've known changes completely. Your mind's kind of kind of blown, right? Where you're not sure what to do or what to make of it. And so, like, for an example, when I grew up and when I was in grade school, uh, they would teach about the solar system and there were nine planets, right? Well, apparently... That's not the case anymore. And as I was looking up exactly, um, I'm not really sure how many planets there are. I think there's eight plus some dwarf planets, and there's more than just... But all that being said, I'm used to Pluto being the ninth planet. And according to many people smarter than myself, it does not now classify as a planet since 2006, which I'm kind of confused about because I was still in high school in 2006, and for whatever reason, I still uh, didn't find out probably till I was long out of uh, school. But in that moment, and even still today, I have a hard time not necessarily believing that. I believe the people that uh, are way smarter than me and that are classifying uh, these planets and the different parts of our solar system I just have a hard time referring to it because in my mind, Pluto's still the ninth planet. And so I have to kind of break that, that knowledge that I once knew, right? I have to think about it in a new way 
think about it in um, a way that is not ingrained in me like the original knowledge is. And I think that's something similar to what we learn through our scripture today and what we learn through the events in which we celebrate this Easter. So, you know, our, our scripture reading today, it, it talks about uh, at the very beginning, right, um, the, this group of people, they go to Jesus' tomb just as most anyone would, right? A, a loved one has passed and you go and honor them by going to their tomb or for us, a lot of times we go to maybe uh, grave markers or... <laughs> Um, just different places that remind us of our loved one. And so that's kind of a traditional thing to do. So it makes sense that these, uh, this group is going to the tomb, and they're going to take spices that they prepared, right? They're, they're going to, to do things that are honoring onto Jesus' body. And then all of a sudden, they realize as they get there, that the stone is rolled away. That's a little kind of sketchy because they're not anticipating this stone being rolled away. And uh, these stones, I don't think, were very small. And so the fact that it was a rolled away, uh, you know, you're kind of like, oh man, what am I about to walk into? In their minds, they probably think that, you know, Jesus' body is still right there, but they're wondering what exactly are we about to walk into? What are we about to see? Or what has somebody done to Jesus? But they go in and they're confused. They're confused because there's two men standing there in these wonderful, white, bright clothing and they're thinking to themselves, hmm, where's Jesus? Because neither of these people who are standing in this tomb are Christ. And so at this point, they're, they're probably really confused. They're a little terrified, as Luke shares, right? They're, they're wondering, what is going on? What's going on is that their worlds are about to be changed. They're about to learn uh, something new, right? Because as they learn, they learn that Jesus has been resurrected. That Jesus is alive and well. The same Jesus that hung on the cross three days prior is no longer in the tomb, but has been resurrected and is alive. Now, I'm guessing that as this, this group, um, as they heard this, they probably wondered, yeah, right. Because, one, Jesus is not there, so they don't actually see the proof in front of them that Jesus is alive. Rather, they just have the word of these, these two men. 
And for a lot of people, including myself, um, something that miraculous, you're going to want a little proof, right? Like you're going to want to see eyes on this person who is being claimed to, to have been resurrected. And if we go a little step further, if Jesus is the Son of God, if Jesus is the, the King that, that we proclaim now, right, 2,000 years later, it's interesting that Jesus did not like make this grand entrance. It's very similar to how Jesus came into the world and was born in a manger, the Prince of Peace born very humbly and also resurrected where no one is there to see it happen. And so what this group who has come to the tomb, Mary Magdalene and all the others, this group, what they're experiencing is very similar to what we experience with the resurrection. Because we too do not get to see Jesus physically be resurrected and because of you know kind of the definition or or the way in which we think of death right we think of when you're dead you know you're no longer here it's this uh just this way in which we have um seen the world kind of work but yet even in the moments where they did not see or where they did not have proof, Mary Magdalene and those who were with her, they went and they shared. They shared of what it was that they had heard because they believed and they knew it to be true. All of a sudden... That traditional idea of death that had been thought of up to that point, and, and I, I would argue still uh, kind of resonates with us today, that definition of death all of a sudden is changed completely. And it's changed completely out of Jesus being resurrected, but not out of eyes being put on Jesus but out of the faith and the knowing that what we are hearing about Jesus Christ being resurrected is true. And so then as they go and they share with uh, more of what they have heard and the, that Jesus is no longer in the tomb, you see more unbelief. Rather than everyone standing up and exclaiming uh, the excitement as uh, Mary Magdalene and all of those with her were, Luke doesn't really share that except for Peter, right? And Peter, he got up and he goes and he runs so quickly looking to see what is going on and then being amazed, amazed because he too knows that the resurrection has happened and that Easter, the Easter season, the Easter narrative that we talk about every single year, that that narrative 
those events, they have changed the world in a way that no one could have imagined. That the old idea of death that had been known up to that point was no more. And that now the new thought, the new ideas and the new beliefs is that death is not the end, but that life continues. That through this Easter event, death is no longer there, and rather we have new life through Christ Jesus. New life that, that Jesus spoke about. He spoke about it, uh, of being born of the Spirit with Nicodemus. Uh, Peter, in uh, his, his book uh, in the Bible, 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 3, he says, Blessed be the God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Death is no more. Our thoughts of what death was have been shattered. The resurrection has taught us and shown us what this new life is that Jesus shared before His crucifixion. This resurrection, it has created a hope for us, a new beginning for us. It shows that creation continues. And not only does it show that creation continues and, and creates this new hope, this new beginning, but it also gives us as the church an opportunity to be the community that shares this belief of life over death. It gives us an opportunity to share of this new creation that God has promised. And we're able to be people who share that resurrection, but not only share for that resurrection, we're able to be people who pray for renewal in the world. We are people who get to pray for peace, for justice and mercy and compassion and love. We are people you get to pray that the world continues to know Christ and continues to grow in our understanding, but also continues to act in a Christ-like way. But it's more than just that. We don't only get to pray those things. We get to be the church who does those things in the world. We get to be the people the people of an empty tomb who believe in new life and new creation and believe that death is not the end. We get to be people in the world that show love, that show compassion, that continue to, 
try our best to bring the peace of Christ to the world. And we get to be people of justice and mercy. See, we get to be God's people of resurrection. We get to be the people who share of that new life, just as Mary Magdalene and those with her did in that moment where they go and they share with the disciples and those who are around that Jesus is alive without having seen Jesus with their own eyes. In that moment, they were people who shared of the resurrection. They were people who shared of the hope that we now have and wanted everyone to know and see Easter's we celebrate today um, we think of, of Easter a lot of times as a day that, that comes once a year but really we get to celebrate Easter every single day. Because at no point is death the end, but life and new creation, that is going to continue because of the resurrection. Every day, as the day ends, a new one begins. Our world, it needs hope. It needs that message of resurrection. There are days in our life where we need to be reminded of the message of hope and resurrection. So what can we do? We can go in knowing that death is no more and that Christ has been risen for our life and for the life of so many. As, as we end uh, this morning, I want to share a, a prayer that I found that I think really um, exemplifies Easter and this idea of, of death being no more and that uh, new life has come upon us all and how we can better share the resurrections. This comes out of the uh, Evangelical Lutheran Book of Worship. And so it says, Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all your children, and bring about your peace for all in Jesus Christ, the living Lord. In the life of the church, Easter is a once-a-year event, strictly speaking, but every Lord's Day throughout the year is a little Easter. The weekly celebration of the day of resurrection, the eighth day of creation, the day of new creation. It is also an, it is also an occasion for the church to claim the resurrection promise that God is making all things new, beginning with the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. As the body of believers, we belong to the risen Christ. The church is the community of the new 
creation. And so as we go out from this place, we go being that community of new creation, being that community of resurrection in the world. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you that through you all things are new and that death no longer wins. And so, Lord, we just ask that you use each and every one of us so that we may be people, a community that shares your message of hope and love and your message that through the resurrection we all are able to experience new creation and that death is no longer the end. So Lord, help us be Easter people, not just today, but all of the days to come. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.